This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Good morning to you, Wendy. Good morning, Brad. Are you well? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm fine. I'm glad that you can say you are when you speak to a lady whose uh, life and whose expression is all around health and wellness. It makes us very happy to hear that you're well. Thank <laughs> you. It makes me happy too. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been, we've been busting myths for the last few weeks and today's no different. We're already on health myth number three. Now this is a big one because it makes absolute sense to us thinking our bodies must be this place where science and mathematics gel beautifully to give us uh, the answers that we require. And our bodies are a little bit more complicated than we like to imagine. And the other thing, Wendy, that also rubs us the wrong way, what works for you won't necessarily work for me. And that really throws us sometimes because we all want to ask, so what did you do? How did you do it? And then we want to go and do the same and we often expect exactly the same results. Yes, that is very true. I think that's quite a human nature thing. Uh, even with supplements and medications and things, people think, oh, well, if that works for you, I'll try that too. It must be that, you know, it must work for me too. Um, so I think they are, so we, we have to remember, we have to take it back to the fact that we are individuals, our genetics are individual. Mm. Um, there are things that we need to do specifically for our bodies that are going to help us to achieve our goals. Today's a big one because when we want to lose a bit of weight, we say, well, all I need to do is exercise and eat so that I burn and consume and burn more calories than I'm consuming. That makes sense. Five in, 12 out. That leaves me with minus two. I'm well on my way to the body of my dreams. But it's not quite as simple as that, is it? No, it's definitely not as simple as that. So if it were, we wouldn't have an obesity problem <laughs> in the planet. There you have it. So... Um, you know, I think your conventional nutritional advice is to reduce your calories, exercise more, and therefore you should lose weight. But, it, it, and obviously it is important to reduce calories when you're wanting to, to lose some weight. But we have to take our genetics into consideration. We have to take our body shapes, our body types. We have to take into account what calories are we going to be reducing? Mm. How long are we going to be doing it for? So there's a, there's a whole lot of considerations. It really isn't just a simple equation. So what are the things that we can do? How, how do? If it's not as simple as that, then what is it really all about? Well, firstly, we want to increase the nutritionally dense foods in our diet, and we want to reduce the, uh, the nutritionally bankrupt um, foods or the empty calories. Oh. And I think if we really do an honest assessment of our diet, we can often see that we are consuming huge amounts of empty calories. And those are the things that are contributing to the weight gain. So if we can remove those from the diet, continue eating healthy food, then we should have a much better success rate. And certainly we will, have a, we will feel a lot better. So we, we're looking at healthier as well, not just about weight loss. Quickly run that uh, by us. What is an empty calorie? So empty calories are, 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 are foods, if you want to call them foods. They're, they're very often your junk foods. But they, they contain lots of calories, they're high in calories, but they have no nutritional value. So they're things like sugars, junk foods, um, uh, uh, sodas, mm. juices, those kind of things that we, we're continuously consuming that are very, very high in calories, but they actually don't give us any nutritional value. And we forget that we eat for what it can do to our bodies, not just how good something tastes. We need to be fueling our bodies. That's the focus. Yes. 
That's correct. So, yeah. so, so if we're not uh-huh. fueling our bodies, then our bodies are not going to function optimally. So what happens if we consistently take in low calories because we want to try and lose weight? What's the danger in that? Well, I think that um, if we take a step back, people, because the mindset is I have to reduce calories to lose weight, people very seldom, very often go on these crash diets mm. where they reduce their calories dramatically. And in that case, your body then has to try and compensate and it will utilize its own muscle tissue. So you land up with an unhealthy body composition, and then you land up with more fat and less muscle, and that starts that disease process. So your body is then not able to function optimally, and you get tired, and you you wonder why you're hungry all the time, Mm. and it, it just goes into this negative spiral of events that happen in your body because it's trying to survive. So you've mentioned something called a set point that every person has in our bodies. Uh, what's a set point? As opposed, apart so from tennis, set of course. Point. <laughs> a set point is, is the way to, at which your body is happiest, where it feels comfortable. So when we try and lose weight, we, we change that set point. And as I said earlier, genetics determine your um, set point to a degree. And obviously our lifestyle. So if we're constantly eating and we gain weight, even an unhealthy weight is a set point. So to change that set point, we would need to make slow changes because your body's going to fight to get back to that set point. So if the body's doing what it can to get us back to that set point, how can we best assist it without what we're eating causing us to have this unhealthy body composition that you've just mentioned? Well, first of all, we shouldn't be doing these radically calorie-restrictive diets. I would suggest that we would start looking at lifestyle changes, eliminating the foods that are not nutritionally dense, mm. and looking at ways that we can make it less stressful for the body. Because if we are reducing the stress from the body, the body will let go of the weight that's not supposed to be there. Whereas if we put the body under stress, it goes into survival mode, uh-huh. And then it kicks out all sorts of hormones and other things that make us, that keep us hungry, that make us want to eat all the wrong things and actually just take us up for failure. So you've actually said that this is, becomes a point uh, that is not so much about willpower, it's now your body's just trying to survive. Yes, that's exactly what it is. And, and it seems counterintuitive, but you tell your, we say to ourselves, okay, I'm going to be on a diet for Monday. Mm. What happens on Monday? You wake up and you feel starving. You want to eat everything in sight. <laughs> yes. And you, you, know, you just think, oh, how am I ever going to lose this weight? But what's happening is when we do reduce those calories, our, our metabolism slows down to conserve the energy. Then our bodies produce less of this hormone called leptin, which is the, the hormone that keeps us full. So we crave more food and we feel hungry. And then it triggers overeating because now our bodies are thinking, well, when am I going to get the next meal? So now I better, I better, better make up for it. So it's a counterintuitive process to cut those calories too radically. Mm-hmm. But to make smaller changes um, and that, 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 you know, that your body is being fed and that you're not hungry all the time is going to be much better for you. So where we usually diet, we say, oh, if I can just lose these two kilos, I'm just going to do this for... 10 days, um, we are then telling ourselves we're going to do this terrible, awful thing to ourselves, but don't worry, soon everything will be back to normal again. I mean, that's not exactly, you started this conversation saying lifestyle change, not this quick fix, which inevitably ends up with what you said earlier on, just going back to where you were, 
putting on the weight and possibly even more. Yes. So that is true. You know, we very often so we think we're going to a wedding or we have an event or we, you know, there's a reason why we want to lose a couple of kilograms. So we put ourselves on these crash diets and we might successfully lose some of the weight that we intend to. Mm. But at the end of that period that we've set for ourselves, we go back and we do exactly what we were doing before. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, it's not really working. Whereas when you make a lifestyle change, it's forever. Mm. It's going to be a little change every single day. And it's like steering a ship where you move direction little by little by little until you're going in a completely new direction. And that is your new direction. It's not, it's, it's a frame of mind um, because when we put ourselves on diet, we know that there's a short time period. Yes. Whereas if we're making a lifestyle change, that's what we're doing for the rest of our lives. And it becomes a, a psychological thing because then instead of just having a changed lifestyle that we enjoy, it becomes, oh, I failed at a diet. And then we have become obsessed with food and diets. And then it becomes this big messy thing in our minds where it doesn't need to be. Exactly. Exactly. And I think that has, that's, a, that's a problem with a lot of people that I see. Is, you know, it's, they've tried every diet on the planet mm. and, and they wonder why it's not successful. But it's because it's a diet and there is that mindset and it does set you up to um, be disappointed when it doesn't work. So we've spoken about empty calories and we need to say that's a no-no, get that out of our lives. This is not a time-specific thing. This is a lifestyle change. So uh, what's really left for us? Uh, what, what should we be eating? So there are so many healthy foods that we can be eating. We can, we can eat whole grains, we can eat cereals, nuts and seeds. Lots of fruits and vegetables. If you're not sensitive to dairy products, dairy products, meat, fish, and chicken, eggs. So there, there are many, many things that we can choose from that are healthy and that are full of nutritive value. And I think if we just really identify those for ourselves and assess what it is that we need to replace in our diet, you, you realize there's actually a lot of things out there that you can still eat. And if you're feeling like, oh no, whenever I hear the D word, then I just come floods back memories of a kid, maybe bullying or just that sense of failure or a feeling like I've tried everything and I can't, just like Wendy said. Perhaps it's time to say, I don't know what to follow. I buy magazines because it's got the next best thing in it and I'm on a website here and a website there and I'm so confused. Now you're telling me calories in and calories out. That's not exactly an exact science. I'm so confused. Please don't be. Listen to this again as a podcast and make contact with Wendy uh, or someone like her if you need to. So please get in touch with Wendy. You can just Google her. She's Integrated Health Solution uh, in Durbanville. Integrated Health Solution. Do you have an email address you can share with us, Wendy? Yes. Um, it's wendy at integratedhealthsolution.co.za. Couldn't be easier than that. Wendy at Integrated Health Solution. There's no S at the end there, right? Health, solu- health Solution. That's co.za. Wendy, you're a star. We're grateful to have you. Here's to a good day and to good health for you and I and others. And if you're not sure, please ask people. Please ask. I have to go through this life alone. Wendy, we love spending time with you. Thanks a million for this morning. Thanks so much, Brad. Have a great Thursday. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za.